All right, our reading for today was Acts chapter 4. Uh, we're still following the ministry of Peter and John, and Luke tells us here of another incredible account of conversions to the Lord Jesus for salvation, and Peter declares unashamedly the exclusivity of salvation through Jesus Christ. They demonstrate in the power of the Spirit tremendous boldness in their witness, and the believers pray for even more boldness. We're also given another remarkable look into the life of this early church. So let's take a look at some of these things. One, the chapter begins with another amazing account of conversions, so many that the number of believers grew by several thousand. At the end of chapter 2, the number of believers were, was more than likely around 3,120. Now, according to Acts 4.4, 4, just the men in the church now numbered around 5,000, not including women and children. It was a an amazing time of growth in the church despite the obstacles they had to face along the way. We'll say more about their boldness in a minute, but before we do, we need to take note of what Peter says in verse 12. Peter and John are standing before the council of Jewish authorities and are questioned about how they were to how they were able to heal the lame man in the previous chapter. Uh, it's interesting that the miracle is still still drawing a crowd of people who need to hear the gospel and we no, this is what is happening because uh, as soon as they demand an answer, we read that Peter was uh, filled with the Holy Spirit and began to preach the gospel to them, declaring to them that it was by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that this man is standing before you well, verses 8 through 10. But Peter doesn't want the focus to remain on the miracle, but wants it to be completely on the gospel. And so he essentially makes the miracle uh, done through the name of Jesus a segue to tell them something more important about Jesus in verse 12, namely that there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Peter declares to them the exclusivity of salvation through Jesus alone, stating to them what Jesus had said of himself, that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. This is a basic truth of Christianity. It has been from the beginning. It's one of the most important drivers of the missionary impulse and enterprise. If there is salvation found any other way, the impetus for Christians to risk life and limb to take the gospel where it has never gone is completely undercut and unnecessary. But the truth is, God has provided a way of salvation through Jesus Christ, and it is to be found only in him. R.C. Sproul put it well when he said, the question we should be asking if we are really concerned about God's ways is not why is there only one way to God, but why is there any way at all? How is it that God would be so merciful as to grant us repentance after we have repeatedly rebelled against his authority and his majesty? That's the real question. But secondly, let's think for a minute about their boldness because that's another, another unmistakable emphasis in this chapter. When Peter filled with the Spirit in verse 8, had uttered the words about salvation being only found in Jesus Christ, Luke specifically mentioned that they took special notice in verse 13 of the boldness of Peter and John. And later in the chapter, as the believers were all gathered together in prayer, they specifically prayed that the Lord would grant to them the ability in the middle of persecution, verse 29, to continue to speak your word with all boldness. It was after they prayed that it says in verse 31, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. 
So through the Holy Spirit, those early believers were made supernaturally bold. And they were made bold specifically for the purpose of bearing witness to Jesus Christ and sharing the gospel wherever they went. We've said that again and again. Notice in verse 31, they are filled with the Holy Spirit and there's no sign of speaking in tongues, but there is the, the purpose of bearing witness to Christ and sharing the gospel. Again, Peter was bold and he, and he spoke to the council. The p- believers prayed that the Lord might make them bold so that they could speak words of witness despite threats and persecution. The Holy Spirit did indeed fill them and made them bold to do what? Speak the word of God. And indeed, Peter and John put it this way in verse 20, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. They could not help it. They felt compelled. They could not remain silent. This was the kind of boldness in the Holy Spirit that they possessed. May God, by the same Holy Spirit, give us that kind of boldness for Jesus' sake and his glory. Finally, great grace was upon them all. Just as at the end of chapter 2, we have here at the end of chapter 4 another amazing description of these believers in the early church in verses 32 through 37. And I just encourage you to simply read that again and again and just marvel at the description of that church's life together and the love and the provision they had for each other. It's really humbling and convicting at the same time. There's not a whole lot to say about it. It really speaks for itself. And those are just some quick thoughts from Acts chapter 4.